Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Back and better than ever, Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests on the Goodyear Hotline were jammed today after a Tuesday night twin bill. We've got your Christmas wishes and ours. We've got the Tiger Effect going to a whole new level. We've got quarterback questions that won't be easy to answer. And we have a snafu involving Roman numerals, which should surprise no one. All that more, let's do it. Here we go! Only one place to start. Well, the one place to start is that we're about to get a whole lot smarter here. The one, the owner. Kimberly Martin sticking around after Get Up to give us the Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Hello again, Kmart. Hello, hello, hello. We haven't spoken in 60 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's jump right in because I've got a million things. Yes. So, so you and I are getting to know each other a little better. Just a little bit. Here's what you're going to find out about me as we go. Mm-hmm. When we disagree, when, I, when someone disagrees with me on something, I tend not to let it go. Oh, I will continue to try and try and convince you that I'm right. Okay. And I couldn't get anyone, including you, Mm -hmm. on my side of the Jalen Hurts divide this morning. But for those of you who watched the two football games last night, I believe we watched a very good quarterback in the making. Now, I'm not sitting here telling you that I believe Jalen Hurts is going to be Patrick Mahomes or he's going to be Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers, but almost no one is. And here's what I will say. Mm Mm-hmm. As one who has watched my team try and develop two young, much more highly touted quarterbacks over the course of the last few years, and a million other rookies come into the sport, I'm watching Jalen Hurts and I'm thinking, through 17 starts, this guy's pretty good. Mm -hmm. And he also has all of the intangibles for anyone who knows anything about him. Coaches love him. He is a coach's son, which I always think is a positive. Teammates love him. Unimaginable leadership. The kind of guy you give the benefit of the doubt to. I think Jalen Hurts is an NFL quarterback and, and potentially a very good one, and I can't get anyone to agree with me. Greeny, I actually don't disagree with you. I think the question of whether he could be the starter for the Eagles next season and beyond, I think that's a different question. I think, like you said, he has all the intangibles. He has all, all the skills. At the end of the day, if you're a team, you need to be able to trust that when you can put everything on your QB's back – he can deliver because if you don't have a quarterback who can take the game over and can say, guys, I've got this, you have nothing in the NFL watching it. Granted, as I said, on get up. It was a depleted, very depleted Washington team, but watching Jalen hurts operate in the pocket, watching him make plays. You have somebody who guys have confidence in like, okay, we might be down or we may need a score. Jalen can do that. You look around some of these other teams you could even look at Cleveland. Do the Browns feel like they have a guy that you could put everything on his back you and he me. can win? You, you're, you're practically a Browns I beat reporter at this point. I practically live in Cleveland and Cincinnati, yes. Um, there is I, – I don't, I don't know. And they don't know. I think if you were to go around that building and poll everybody, sort of like, yeah, he could be you – need, you need way more conviction – the same way you watch a Justin Herbert or you watch a Joe Burrow and guys feel like, okay, we got it. Even if we don't win that game, we believed it to the very end. Mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts is that kind of guy. But I, fi- I think Jalen Hurts is in a position where I don't know if the franchise he plays for believes that. Because they've got one eye on the future. They got the draft picks and they see the whether it's Russell, whether it's Aaron, whatever – there are other options. There are other veterans that they may try to go out and get. So Jalen Hurts may never become the QB that, that we think he can be because of the situation he's in, and that's not his fault. Well, look, any team, 
save for like two or three in the mm-hmm. NFL. If they could get Aaron Rodgers or well, Russell course. Wilson, they're going to do it. Of course. I'm not arguing against that, mm-hmm. obviously. But those guys don't grow on trees, nope. to use an expression that I hate. Um, <laughs> but I couldn't think of a better one. You, you just brought up the Cleveland of it all. Yes. That, that's an interesting one. And we had them, you know, two nights ago losing a bad game. and, and Which and, they should have won. With all the COVID stuff and everything mm-hmm. else. And, and and I joke around because you have covered them so much this mm-hmm. year. I know that you have very good you know connections there and talk to the people regularly. What do you think they do? Assuming this season doesn't turn around, assuming they don't wind up making the playoffs, which they're mm-hmm. in serious trouble of not mm-hmm. doing. This was a team with Super Bowl aspirations before the year began. Yep. There are a million excuses if you want to make them. Mm-hmm. All the injuries, the Odell thing that happened, Baker was hurt almost immediately, now the COVID stuff. What do you think they do? I think they should be like every other team. You explore all your options. Because if you don't have strong conviction that Baker is the guy, and I think, like you said, there's so many variables. It muddies the water to the point where you think he could win us a Super Bowl, but he might not. Like, this team is too talented. COVID aside, injuries aside, like this team is too talented to be 7-7. Seven and seven. This is a team that should it should have been the Ravens and and the Brown like that's what we were thinking like okay it's got to be one of these two teams to win the division, um, and the fact that we don't have a firmer sense the fact that the Browns didn't pay him in the off season that to me was the sign like okay they want to see how this this season goes and the way it started I felt like okay by season end the Browns if they are smart. You have to be thinking about the full picture and explore all options because you don't know what you have in Baker. I will also make this straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. Again, at at the risk of asking you to compromise any relationships or insight that you have that you're not Mm -hmm. comfortable sharing. Mm -hmm. It did not feel to me like when the Odell thing happened Mm -hmm. and and his dad with the video and everything else. It did not feel like the entire team, the entire locker room rallied around their quarterback. You know, if that happened to Jalen Hurts, mm. if one of these Eagles receivers' dads tweeted something mm-hmm. about Jalen Hurts, I feel like the entire team would have Jalen Hurts' mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. I did not feel. Now, I'm not close to the situation, mm-hmm. so you tell me if I'm wrong because I don't want to be giving bad information on the air. It did not feel to me from the relative distance at which I sit that, that, enti- that every player in that locker room was like, no way, we got our quarterbacks back and we can't have that. I feel like there was a lot of... A lot more support on some level for Odell than there was for Mayfield. I think I even said on this show that in that locker room, that whole week, it was very chaotic. Guys felt like Stefanski, Andrew Berry, like hadn't given them the full picture. Guys even said impressors on the record. I don't really know what's happening. Um, there, were, there was a lot of frustration within that locker room. Odell was, say what you want about him, but he was very popular in that locker room. Mm-hmm. Teammates loved him. And... Again, the variables. Is it Baker? Is it Odell? Is it Kevin Stefanski's play calling? Because for weeks, Kevin was like, okay, God, I've got to do a better job of getting Odell involved. It really doesn't take eight weeks to try to get Odell involved. Shouldn't. So what's really the issue? Um, so within that locker room, there were, there were a lot of conversations. Guys were angry that somebody, a playmaker like Odell is not on our team anymore when clearly we have a need for an offensive, uh, for offensive weapons. So it's not that guys don't, that Browns players weren't all in on supporting Baker. It's like they support him, but they also felt like this isn't just Odell isn't a a good player and he should be gone. And I think that was sort of their frustration within the building. Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. You could save big when you bundle your auto, home, motorcycle, RV, or boat. 
Visit Progressive.com. Two more quickly for you here, if I can, because I know you have to run over and do first take. Um, coaching situations. Mm-hmm. The most interesting one, we've talked about it a lot here, to me, is Chicago, mm-hmm. where you've got the quarterback in place, and what do we say about Justin Fields? I mean, you've seen some flashes. How, how do you expect that situation to go? I don't expect Matt Nagy to be, to be in that position. Right. Because this whole season was about, he came in on the hot seat, and he's going to be judged by wins and losses and how Justin Fields progresses, matures in this position. And both of those things are not happening at the rate that, they, that he needed to preserve his job. Mm-hmm. I think he's been, him and Ryan Pace have been through a lot of quarterbacks and still have nothing to really show for it. Do you trust that this offensive guru can get the most out of Justin Fields the way the season started? Andy Dalton to Justin Fields? And you, you shouldn't have confidence in that. So I don't see him there much longer. A new head coach... Are they going to love Justin Fields as much? Obviously, you can't take the job if you don't love Justin Fields. But you would think. But, you know, that also cuts the the candidates that that you might be going after. Some guys thought Justin, he's okay. Right. He's okay. But I wouldn't build my future around it. I wouldn't wouldn't pin my career, my head coaching career to him. So that's an interesting situation. But I don't think Matt Nagy is long for that job. And then one more super quickly because Nuna will be upset if I don't ask you. (laughs) Do you expect the New York Giants to make a coaching change? Mm. I, I, I don't. I don't. But I see a GM change. The question is, do you do what the Jets try to do? You know, you, you, you change one, but not the other. It's a terrible like, mistake. It's, it's a bad... Huge it's, mistake. Yeah. I think you got to start clean. But I, I don't think Joe Judge has, has, you know, coached so poorly that he should be out of a job. All right, you've upset Nuno terribly. Uh, and you are, you're lucky you won't have to deal with his wrath because you're on your way over to deal with Stephen A. and company on first day. Kmart, thank you so much. Of if course. I don't see you, a very Merry Christmas. You're the Aww, best. Aw, thank you, honey. All right, uh, Greeny here. Straight Talk Wireless is rolled out 5G coverage nationwide, and you can get a Samsung Galaxy A32 5G for only $299, no contract, all on America's best networks. Straight Talk Wireless, 5G-capable device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. Coming up, the most amazing testimony to the star power of one athlete that I could ever imagine. You will hear it next. This is Greeny on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. 
If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. The Scoop. All right, and so as we bring the assembled members of the hashtag crew together, it's Hembo, that's Nuno, and that's Bubba. I, I saw something today that just blew my mind. So this weekend, while lots of people were watching football, as is usually the case on a December weekend, well over 2 million people chose to watch the PNC Championship in golf, which was played in Orlando, Florida. And I will tell you that prior to Tiger Woods and his son Charlie playing in it, I did not know this, this tournament existed. I did not know this was an event that they did, that major champions and family members Come together. They, a major champion. Well, by now you know what it is because you watch Tiger and Charlie. And it is just unbelievable to me. I came across a tweet from Kyle Porter that says, NBC's numbers for the event this week, they had about 2.3 million viewers. Earlier this year, they televised the Open Championship, better known in this country as the British Open. That's a major championship. For that, they delivered about 2.1 million viewers. More people chose to watch Tiger Woods and his 12-year-old son play this event that if they weren't in it, no one would even know it was happening than watched a major championship in golf. And so we sometimes say an athlete is bigger than the sport he or she plays. In Tiger's case, that is 100% true. Tiger Woods is bigger than golf. And those numbers demonstrate it. Hambo, your reaction? It's, it's an astonishing figure. I have, I have friends that aren't golf fans, but are fans of Tiger Woods. I do agree with you. The way that you said that was exactly right. My question for you, though, is, is Tiger Woods the most seen athlete of all time? Which, which is to say, like, the, the volume of eyeballs and for the amount of time that they have seen him on television or seen, seen him anywhere. Has there ever been a, a more seen <laughs> Athlete than Tiger Woods. I'm not sure I understand what you mean by seen, which is to say just the actual number of of seconds he's been on television. Sure. Are you including social media? Because social media has just changed the dynamic so much. Like the big, the athletes who have transcended sport, mm-hmm. who have become far larger than the sport in which they compete. There's a handful of them, and we all know who they are. Um, certainly Muhammad Ali jumps to mind. Now, Babe Ruth jumps to mind. Now, Babe Ruth would have been seen by one, one millionth right. of the number of people mm-hmm. based just on, but that just is the, that's more, it's more a function of the world mm-hmm. in which we live. The, the question, I don't know if this was the question you mean to ask me, but I think in my mind, it's a, an even more interesting question. Is he the most famous athlete that we've ever had? And I think the answer is no. I, I think Muhammad Ali Man, we're, at this point, we're kind of splitting hairs. No, but I guess my question, maybe I didn't ask it well. If you showed 100 random people in, in some random country, Tiger Woods and Muhammad, Muhammad Ali's picture, who, who would be more recognizable to those people? Now, Tiger Woods. But if you had done that when Muhammad Ali was at his most famous, 
I think more people would have known him then than know Tiger now. Muhammad Ali was more famous in his heyday than Tiger Woods was in his. I think so. But, but I, yes, I think the answer to that is yes. Um, Ali was a, was a, a, a different kind of hero on other continents, mm-hmm. particularly in Africa, mm-hmm. than, than, um, than Tiger is. And, and not to say that golf isn't. I mean, he is a global figure. It, it's an interesting question. I'm not even really sure how we dive into the answer to it. He, he is, his stardom is of an enormous magnitude. I've told this story before, but you make me think of it. My wife and I, um, when we went on our honeymoon, so this is um, in October. We went on a delayed honeymoon. It, was, it would have been October of 1997. We went to Morocco. We were in, um, we were in Marrakesh, Morocco which I have described as the most obdurately foreign place I've ever been in my entire life. It's a fascinating, wonderful city. And there is a square there called the Dejma Elfna, which is, um, I think literally translated into English means the square of the dead or something. I think that's what it is. But it was a place where you literally went and there are snake charmers that, you know, that you can pay like a dollar or whatever it is and they'll put a snake on your neck for you if you want. Obviously, I didn't do that. <laughs> the, 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 the food that they're having outside, literally, it was like the heads of sheep on sticks that they're putting in a fire... It was the most, it was as far away from home as I've ever felt anywhere. And there were kids running around, little kids, local kids, wearing Chicago Bulls number 23 jerseys. Wow. Wow. And it blew my freaking mind. Because wow. for, for the, the overwhelming majority of my stay, especially in that city, like we, we were there, we were in Tangiers and Casablanca. Those are much more international cities, or at least they had a, a more, Tangiers is basically, it, it's adjacent to Spain. So it was, it, it's a more European feel than it is. Um, and again, I'm, I'm talking out of my rear end now, because it's, it's like, I don't really know the geography of this that well, but I experienced <laughs> it once. But the point I'm making is that in a place that felt as far away from American culture as any place I could ever fathom being, they were kids wearing Michael Jordan jerseys, wow. and, and that blew my mind. Now, would those kids today know who Tiger Woods is? I think maybe not. I think he might be slightly lower on that list than someone like Ali and Jordan, maybe who I so. think have had like, like you could show peop- those people a picture of the president of the United States, and they might not know who it was, mm-hmm. but they would have known, I think, Muhammad Ali. But I do think that Tiger moves the needle in his sport Relative to his sport, more than anyone else, at least of my lifetime, for um, sure. Ali would be an interesting comparison to that because it's an mm-hmm. individual sport. It's right. very hard to put a team sport. You know, like what did Babe Ruth do for baseball? Like, like how, how, what kind of impact did Babe Ruth overall have on baseball? Wouldn't it be similar if, if you could try and find a way to compare them? You know, Michael Jordan elevated basketball to mm-hmm. an already popular sport in this country to a level that it never had been before and certainly played a role in the elevation of it globally. But it's very hard to compare an athlete in a team sport to a team, uh, an athlete in an individual sport. Either way, it, it, I like all that kind of conversation, to be honest with you. Having just said that, I just thought this ratings information was fascinating. <laughs> Nuno, would you be? I, I've never heard. I've never known you to talk much about golf. Do you watch golf? Like on a given weekend, if golf is on, are you watching? Uh, I turned on on Sunday to watch Charlie and Tiger play. A Tiger is the only reason I got into golf and mm. bought a set that I've never used uh, practically. But. If it's that or if it's like if something's crazy is happening on Twitter and people are talking about it, I'll turn into just check it out. But but so so the other comparison to this I once made was your the definition 
of the, of the um, casual fan, okay? So my wife could walk into the living room and she could say, what are mm-hmm. you watching? And I'd say, you're not going to believe what's happening here. But there was a three-way playoff at the, I don't know, BMW Championship. Oh, I mean, they're on the fourth playoff hole right now between DeChambeau and Cantley. At the BMW Championship, they're hitting unbelievable shots. It is so exciting. And she'd say, oh, good. And then go on about her business. If she walks into the room and says, what are you watching? And I say, Tiger's playing. She'll say, oh, and she'll sit down and watch because he just, she's interested. Casual fans are interested. He transcends the sport. He literally right now is bigger than the sport. More people watched him and his 12-year-old son play golf this weekend in a tournament that no one cares who wins. No one. Not one fan out there cares who wins it. But more people watched him do that than watch the British Open this past year. It's, it is an incredible statement about a person's popularity. Uh, speaking of popular athletes, listen to the Man in the Arena podcast. It's a 10-part series exploring how sports impacts our everyday lives through the lens of Tom Brady's career. It's brought to you by ZipRecruiter and available wherever you get your podcasts. All right, next thing. Mine is that sort of rare genius that will not be fully appreciated until long after its time. The genius, you said? Your genius. He's genius, eh? We're not going to appreciate your brilliance until you're gone. Brilliant. Thank you, Charles. That is 100% right. And for this stroke of genius, I want to bring uh, Bubba into the conversation. And I, because I think, Bubba, your insight into this next story will be interesting because many of you may not know this, uh, but prior to Bubba's career here in radio production, uh, Bubba was actually a very, very successful television executive. He ran uh, multiple networks. Um, he, I believe, actually was the person who put Rune Arledge in charge of ABC Sports. Yep. Um, that was your call, right? And, you know, hired then Jim McKay and some of the Howard Cosell, some of the legendary oh, yeah. voices of, of sports. So uh, did you did you actually write The Thrill of Victory and the Agony of Defeat? Was that your... Did someone tell me that? I, I, I've never confirmed that with you. Well, did you yeah. actually come up with that line? So some, this, one of the guys had they, they had the first line, the thrill of victory, and uh-huh. I was like, have you considered adding agony of defeat? And there we had it. See, it's that genius. that, that, that they makes were just this stuck. And so, wow. so in this case, I, I, want, the end. I want to bounce off you something that I saw, another tweet that I came across, yep. and this is, Hembo, help me with the pronunciation, is it Steve Palazzolo? This is Steve Palazzolo, yeah. He hosts the uh, PFF podcast. Okay, so I apologize for not knowing how to pronounce his name, but he hosts a podcast on, on Pro Football Focus. And he tweeted an idea, as we just had this weekend, where we had football games on Saturday night, Sunday, two on Monday, two on Tuesday. I'm just going to read you his tweet verbatim. He wrote, this would be the perfect time for the NFL to implement Island Game Weekend, nonstop NFL games from Friday through Monday night. And he actually puts in there how you could do it. And he writes, all times Eastern. So you would have on Friday, you'd have a 1 o'clock, a 4 o'clock, a 7 o'clock, and a 10 o'clock game. On Saturday, you'd have 10 a.m. and then one four. You'd, you would have a game going at, at all times from Friday night through Monday night, or, or practically at all times, not, not so much on the weekdays. And I don't know if this is part of it or not, but when he calls it your island game weekend, I would add to it, not only do I find that idea fascinating, but I find the idea of doing it all at one neutral site, whether it's actually on an island or not. But we have 17 games now. Some teams are going to have nine home games. Some teams are going to have eight. That's a very unsatisfying, right? If, if you have uh, any sort of OCD like I do, like there's no way having half the teams have nine home games and the other half have eight home games, that does not sit well. So the idea, oh, I thought, I hate it. Yeah. don't you hate that? Oh, it just doesn't I, feel right. I don't like it at all. So I actually have been saying for a while, 
that extra game should always be an international game. Have every team play an international game somewhere along right. the line and play, you know, you want to play your games in Mexico, in Canada if you want to, and all over Europe, wherever it is you want to play, trying to, you know, build internationally. But whatever, I digress. Here's a different solution, and I like this better. Have one weekend out of the year that you have a neutral site. Imagine the fans that would come to this thing. You would basically be going to like a, a, a football festival, this would be like the, um, what is the big music festival that my kids go to uh, in Chicago? Um, Lollapalooza. Lollapalooza. This would be the football version of Lollapalooza, where you go, you get tickets. What do you have? Oh, I've got tickets for the two afternoon Saturday games. What do you have? Well, we're going to the two Saturday night primetime games. And every team in the NFL plays in this one stadium over the course of, you know, from Friday night through Monday night. And I don't know when he called it an island um, weekend. I don't know if he meant that part of it or not, because I apologize. I didn't hear the concept. I just read the tweet. But if I'm adding this to it, then I'm adding to it. If he already thought of that, Steve, God bless you. It's all yours. But I kind of love that idea. Now, I know a lot of the players won't like it, the complaint, all that. We have to wait till we get out of this COVID era, I think, to do that. Because, you know, you, but once we're... Or it might help. Once we're, <laughs> I, maybe. Once we're living in the world again, once the world feels like the world again, doing this once per season, maybe it's the opening week of the season so that, like, every team has the same amount of rest. I, I don't know how you do it. We'll figure out the logistics of it later. But it feels like a fascinating concept to me. Bubba, do you like it? I think I'm in. Yeah, I think, uh, and I think this happens a lot of times with all these ideas. Is you take someone's initial idea, and like you said, we don't know specifically if that's what he meant by island or not. But let's just assume he didn't. We got his initial idea, different games, different days. But we're gonna take the island part and put them all together, which I think your part adding to it is great. I mean, can you just imagine every, that, all that happening? The and the amount of viewers that would be locked in and watching it, it'd be a, a home run. I think it's a great idea. It's just something unique and different which is just no one would be doing it, and I think it would be great. I think it would, just be, it would just be so different and unique, which is something right now the NFL doesn't really have. It's, you know, everything's just kind of the same right now with their games, and for them to be able to do something different, they don't have a, you know, a, all the games are outdoors. They don't have a special game or something like that where they can do. This would be a special thing they could do, which would be pretty cool. I think it would be pretty amazing if they could somehow figure out to do this. Call it Footballapalooza. Yeah. <laughs> You're right, because baseball now has the uh, Field of Dreams mm-hmm. game. Hockey has these outdoor. The Winter Classic. The Winter Classic games and all that kind of stuff. The best thing they have is like Thanksgiving, and that's not really anything that Give it a little feel. Special, and look, yeah. I'm not knocking anything we're getting in football. I'm delighted for every, every ounce that they give us. This just makes it better. This could take it to a new level. Nuno, like it or not? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> okay, so let it be written, so let it be done. Uh, th- let's call this the greenie plan. Uh, I can't take it from Steve, though. Uh, but, but but whatever. Good, good. I mean, Steve, I wish I had thought of this. It's such a good idea. I wish I had thought of it. Hembo, you like it or you don't? You have absolutely sold me. I like, uh, I, I like Steve's idea initially because... I love the NCAA basketball tournament, and That's this sort it. of reminds like me that. of that. Yes, but I like your idea of of creating a central location, like a football weekend. You could you could make this your your sort of kickoff classic, if you will. Do it over Labor Day weekend when people have Monday off uh, at a central place, and just kick off the season with a boom. And then obviously, it's an amazing thing for from a television perspective. Honestly, you have sold me on this. I don't I don't see an obvious flaw in your pitch. No, no, call Roger. Get Roger on the phone. I, I, I love this idea. We need to make this happen. This is such a good idea. And, and where would we do it? 
So he, he wrote it on Island. Would we want to have it in a place where they – I think you don't want to have it in a place where they otherwise have NFL games. I agree right? with You that. want to take it mm-hmm. to a different location. Mm-hmm. Should we take it to like an exotic location? Like that's, the problem with that is it's not always easy to get to. Right. Marrakesh? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so well played. So well played from one Bubba right there. That's why Bubba – you know, many of you may not know this. But Bubba, before his career in radio broadcasting, was a Vegas comedian and a very successful touring comic headliner for many years and, and discovered many comedians, including uh, both Rodney Dangerfield and Jackie Mason. So he, he, has, uh, he really knows funny when he hears it, and that's a great line. No, but where could we have it? Where, where should we have this? We probably want to have it in America, right? You don't want to take yes. it outside of the country. What's a good place to have this? Well, who has – where do we have, like, uh, multiple uh, stadiums in a, in a, in a, in a- Real quick, I got an angry text from uh, Taylor Twelman, by the way. Saying? Uh, are you clown? What are you clowns talking about? The wor- this is the World Cup. Jesus. Well, it is kind of the World Cup, but the World Cup is a tournament, right? I mean, so the World Cup, they have multiple games. This would be like one week of this. But yes, it's like the World Cup, mm-hmm. uh, Taylor. That's not a bad analogy. It's kind of like the World Cup, but it would just be one weekend of the NFL season. So I don't know if we do it at the beginning, if we do it in the middle, if we do it at the end. I'm not sure. You don't want to do it at the end. You don't want any of the games to be like meaningless. You Agreed. want to do it early in the season when everyone has hope. I like the idea of doing it right at the beginning. You kick off your season with a bang. Everyone has a chance. So all the games matter. Not everyone is hurt. Not everyone's on the COVID list. I like the idea of starting the season. And may- maybe, maybe you do do it in a place where there was already NFL games, but you just move it around. Mm-hmm. So like one year, at, like the draft. You could. Like one year it's in Philadelphia, the next year it's in San Francisco. Then we're in Dallas, then we're in Chicago. So you select the city to host it, and it sort of rotates like it does the draft or right. any, and the Super Bowl or anything This else. would be as big as the Super Bowl. You sold me, man. Th- this weekend would be, huge. Would be monstrous. <laughs> oh, my God, this is the best idea we've ever had. I so wish it was exclusively mine, but I'm taking some credit for it. Um, one way or another, seriously, no, no, get Roger on the phone. This is a great idea, and I love it. Greeny, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. And right now, I'm going to be your Santa Claus. You call me up and you give me your one Christmas wish. As a sports fan, what is the one thing you want for Christmas this year? Bubba, who's first? First up, we have Ruben. All right, Ruben, you're on the Dr. Pepper call in line. What do you want for Christmas? I want my Broncos to be relevant again. The Broncos? Can we please yeah, do say, something? <laughs> did he say the Broncos? I have a, not, yep. not hearing it. So the Broncos. Look, you're going to get that wish. I'm telling Ruben? Your wish is my command. Everyone I talk to says that's where Aaron Rodgers is going. And all these people just can't be wrong. 
like, I think that's where he's going to wind up. And if you look at the Broncos right now, look where they are with the definition of average quarterback play. I like Teddy Bridgewater. I, I like him personally. I, I like what he's overcome in his career, that devastating knee injury that threatened uh, you know, to, to impact his life, much less his football career. But he's an average NFL quarterback. You put Aaron Rodgers on that team, and this is probably true of a lot of teams, you put Rodgers on that team, and I think they become the team to beat in the AFC. They might make the playoffs without him. So, Ruben, I think you're going to get that wish. Santa, I think, is going to bring one of the best quarterbacks of all time and put him under your tree sometime uh, in February or March. Uh, Greeny here on ESPN Radio. Bubba, who's next? Next up, we have Brian. All right, Brian, you're on the Dr. Pepper call in line. What would you like for Christmas? Uh, being a big golf fan all my life, I would love to uh, have a round of golf at Shadow Creek in Las Vegas. To, to play golf at Shadow Creek? Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people would like that. I I have not played Shadow Creek. I believe Shadow Creek is public. Do I have that wrong? It's not a place I've been, but I, I think that's, if you have the money to do it, I think that is a place you can go play yourself. I, I, I look on the list sometimes, like Golf Digest will do its list of the mm-hmm. top public courses. I think Shadow Creek is a public course. Do I have that wrong? I'm taking now. Yeah. Um, I don't see that immediately on their website, but maybe I'll find it. It might not be on the website. Does it say book tea times? Because <laughs> if it does, it's a public course. It's, you're right. It yeah. is. It says um, it, it, Pebble Beach also. A Pebble Beach is public, yes. Okay, so yeah, those are the two most expensive public courses yeah. in the country. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's, I, I'm sure it's not inexpensive, <laughs> but it is supposed to be spectacular. I have not played there. Greeny on ESPN Radio. Bubba, who's next? Next up, let's go to Mark. Mark, what would you like for Christmas? I was going to ask for a playoff appearance, but I thought that was even too much for Santa. But if you could just give me a winning season for any of the four professional Detroit sports teams, Redskins, Red Wings, Pistons, Lions, Tigers, I don't care. It's just a winning season. Who's the closest like to being something really special? Like I love the Lions coach, but I can't sit here and try and pretend that I think they're you know, going to be in the Super Bowl next year. The Pistons have Cade Cunningham and, not a whole lot else. Um, the Red Wings, who am I forgetting? Are the Tigers? The, the Tigers have a chance to be a 500 team next year and maybe a playoff team if they expand. They just signed Javier Baez. They were a lot better in their first year under A.J. Hintz. That's probably his best bet. In All right, so we'll go there for you. We'll see if Santa can't bring you, a, you know, like a wild card baseball entry <laughs> next Seven season. Seed. Hey, I don't know if you're a Michigan fan, but you got that. In the Detroit area right now, over in Ann Arbor, just a hop, skip, and a jump away. You got Michigan playing Georgia on New Year's Eve for a chance to play for the championship. So if that brings a little joy to your heart, then maybe that will uh, satisfy one of your Christmas wishes. Give me another one, Bubba. Who we got? JP. All right, JP, you're on ESPN Radio. What would you like for Christmas? Greeny, first of all, I'm a little concerned that you didn't know about the PNC Championship prior to this last Sunday. I did. It's a tournament that's been going on for several years. I'm sure it has. Have you ever? Did you watch it prior to that? I have. I loved uh, Little John and John Daly. They are always uh, very entertaining on the course. Yeah, they won uh, this so time. I, yes, I've watched it before. It, it is not an so event Chris- that I pay, have, have ever noted. <laughs> I, I think I knew there was an event where, where pros played with family members. But candidly, I see that much more often at the Par 3 contest at Acosta than I ever have at the PNC sure. Championship. That said, what, was your, what sure. is your Christmas wish? My Christmas wish is for Tiger Woods to be in the final group of a major in 2022. Mm. 
Yeah. I, I, do you think there's a chance? Like, you see him hitting these shots, but he's driving a golf cart up and down. Like, he's got such a long way to go. That, that injury was so, that accident was so devastating. Um, like, he's lucky to be alive. He's lucky he didn't kill anybody else. He's lucky he didn't kill himself. And I, I think you have to, at this point, we may have to be grateful for the little glimpses that we get. Would I love to see it? Are you kidding me? Of course I would. Golf is my favorite sport, and he's the most exciting player I've ever watched. There's no one I would rather watch play golf well than Tiger Woods. By the way, for whatever it's worth, on Caesar's Sportsbook, you can, you can put in a bet for Tiger Woods to win at least one major next year, and the odds are 8-1. to one. On that, so they don't think it's crazy. At least, or at least they think that because they're will just bet afraid <laughs> so many people will bet on it. Like if they gave you the real odds, yeah. like if uh, what the actual, I don't know if you could, I mean, the analytics you might be able to calculate this. Just taking even take the accident out, a player at his age, I think in history, like three major championships have been won by players his age or older. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't, I don't. It would be unimaginably unlikely, even if he hadn't just been in a car accident that caused him to have multiple surgeries on his leg, having already had three surgeries on his back. I mean, it would be a miracle. All I'm saying is that he's on the board. It's a Christmas miracle if we get Tiger <laughs> out there. Hey, tune into the ESPN Daily Podcast. Brings you a deep dive into a single story from one of ESPN's hundreds of reporters presented by Supercuts. Download, subscribe, and review ESPN Daily. Available wherever you find your podcast. We have a really busy hour coming up. We will get the Christmas wishes of the hashtag crew. We got a couple of questions coming out of the NFL yesterday that I think need to be answered. I'll tell you something about LeBron James that he will not like hearing. And we will do a traditional Who You Got with Bubba as well. So a very busy hour coming your way. Stay with us here on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.